Hey, this is Rob. Hey, this is Dan. And you're listening to Remote with Rob and Dan. Today, we're talking about a new song. The same thing we've been talking about for the last four episodes. Each of us choose a song, (laughs) but a different one. It's the same song. We're just talking about the same song for uh, 12 episodes this year. Um, (laughs) Sounds really exciting. Each of us is kind of ping pong back and forth. Every other episode, we kind of choose a song and then talk about it um, as musicians and uh, listeners and curators, connoisseurs of of fine music, music, artisanal rock. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's, uh, It's more expensive than regular rock. I think last time we had uh, we did Everlong mm-hmm. by the Foo Fighters, and then I had kind of vowed to do something that was like a complete departure from rock, and then I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a departure from Everlong. Um, this week we're talking about uh, Lullaby by the Cure. By the Cure. So this is um, this is my favorite band of all time. Um, band I still listen to very regularly, uh, back there, my records back there, I'd say like, uh, a quarter of them are the cure. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, um, this isn't my favorite song by any means. Um, I I mean, it's good. I would definitely say, I was about to say, I wouldn't even say it's necessarily one of their best songs, but maybe it is. Um, I, uh, it, it just, it kind of encompasses the cure for me, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because I, I think if you talk to like cure nerds, there is like the cure pre disintegration and the cure after disintegration. Oh yeah. And disintegration is sort of like this middle point in their career. I like the even cure, though it was like I'm early. Not a, I'm not a cure nerd. So I didn't know yeah. that. So this album is on, or this song lullaby is on the disintegration album, which came out in 89. So it's at the tail end of the eighties. Um, you can kind of hear them moving towards something new. Mm-hmm. Um, just like heaven, uh, was kind of their breakout smash hit. Was um, it? yeah. Didn't know that either. I yeah. Guess. It was the one that, it was the one that kind of put them on the charts. It's the only one that ever really climbed up there pretty high for them. Um, besides Friday, I'm in love. I feel like that. See, I thought that too, but it's actually That's not the one true. I feel like I heard on the radio more than anything, but I totally agree with you. And I felt like that was the one that was like on MTV and everything, but apparently mm-hmm. just like heaven was the big one for them. It's their number one in top songs on Apple music. I'm mm-hmm. looking at it now. Friday, I'm in love is the next one. Love song. Also, I feel like was, that was a big one. It has probably been covered more than any other one. Yeah, Love Song is pretty big, but I don't think that was big until later. Um, for me, I, it was weird because a lot of these songs I heard for the first time on Mixed Up, yeah. which was a, an album they put out that was like a remix of a lot of these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a girlfriend in high school that kind of like I had I definitely listened and, and loved The Cure before this, but she really like pushed me over the edge and she was like super obsessed and um she made me kind of listen to all sorts of more obscure songs by them Mm -hmm. and uh and definitely like the definitely like the darker stuff yeah uh, which lullaby is and uh disintegration was kind of on that um on the edge see that it's weird because earlier stuff by the cure like 17 seconds and uh head on the door and like the Mm -hmm. early albums are very dark and uh more like joy division more like 
you know, yeah. early synth wave, you know, kind of stuff. Um, dark and lots of like guitar, barely any singing half the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Disintegration kind of like, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's the album that did it, but it's definitely one of the ones that kind of pushed them over the edge to like, oh, you can do like really poppy stuff. Yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. So Lullaby is this song that's like, it's kind of poppy, not really. It's really dark. Um, but in like a non, you know, I, I don't say dark. It's weird because it's not like a dark song in the sense that it's not like, you know, type it doesn't of negative sound dark. Yeah. I don't think um, it's, it's uh, thematically dark. Yeah. And the video is super weird. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the video? The, the editor's notes on it say that, um, that this album is equal parts doomy and romantic. There you go. I bet somebody patted themselves on the back after writing that sentence. Doom. Oh, it's doomy. <laughs> it's it's like equally doomy and romantic, don't you think, Chad? He's like, yeah. All right, <laughs> write that one down. Done. I think that's a good like description of the Cure in general. Mm-hmm. They got that. They've always been kind of. They've had these like dark moments. For me, this this episode was about. It was either uh, lullaby. Or Fascination Street. Yeah, which are both kind of similar as far as... Yeah. Sonically. Yeah, I mean, that's what... I mean, we've talked about this before. That's what I kind of like about The Cure, because they did it... They did that the best, that, like... The music doesn't necessarily sound, like, sad or scary, mm-hmm. and the melodies aren't necessarily, like, sad, but the, like, the content is. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. Which, I mean, like... The Smiths were also kind of like that, but they were a little more like on the nose. I feel mm-hmm. like at least the songs that I know of the Smiths that are like, my girlfriend's in a coma, you know, like, <laughs> but it's like all happy. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's just so like, yeah, I, we get it, dude. Um, you're sad, but your music's not. Um, uh, the Cure, I feel like, was a little more like art, artistic with it, yeah. I guess, creative yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, What's weird about this song and a lot of songs by them, Fascination Street, I'm really, I can't even think, almost all of them. Um, mm-hmm. They're not, they don't follow this like A, B, A, B, C, B, yeah. like song format formula. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very much just like A, 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 yeah. A, A, A. <laughs> and then like, and then they just like layer stuff on top of it. There mm. half the time there's no like chorus or hook. It's just yeah. like a guitar line. Um, um, in the uh, in lullaby, it's that like beep, 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 beep. yeah, <laughs> that just yeah, becomes like this weird hook. I actually and there's no chorus. It's been a while since because you just told me you know we were talking about this song like 15 minutes ago. So I have not listened to this song in a long time. Um, or any of the cure actually for a long time. I've been in other kind of music mood lately, mm-hmm. but it's I'm, I'm kind of like forgetting. We can play. The, I'll play like the, the structure of it a little bit. I'll play the beginning of it, and it'll all come back to you. Yeah, this is disintegration, not disintegration. That's the mm. name of the album. This is Lullaby by The Cure.
Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Something that's really cool about them is that they always, they'll have these very melodic, flowy guitar lines and synth mm. parts and stuff. And it always surprised me the drummer and bass player always come in on like this very rhythmic like yeah. you know um unlike joy division or the smiths you know mm-hmm. the cure because all of it was robert smith really um yeah the cure is very much like no we're gonna really lean into the whole bass and and drum rhythm thing and i mean they did it well this is i was gonna say it's really cool when the rhythm yeah. you know the drums and bass come in it's it it's not what you expect, really. No, not I feel at all. like Fascination Street is the same way. Mm-hmm. Hundred um, percent. This song's really cool in that uh, he does this a lot, where he'll sing and these really long, non-melodic verses, mm-hmm. and then it'll just go into music again. There's no like hooky chorus. Yeah. right here I mean that's essentially the chorus pretty much which I mean if you if you replace the synth and the guitar with some kind of lyrics and voice would be a chorus right i think that's why we're gonna we're gonna try something we're gonna try like actually just letting the song play and i'm gonna mix it (laughs) um i think that's why i've always loved the cure because i and you and i've talked about this many times i am very much more interested in the music um and the um instrumentation in songs i always just always have been um i still like there to be vocals. I don't like purely instrumental all the time. Although lately I've been way more into that. But I, I, I just I like listening to the guitar line, the uh, the main guitar line there, and then this like weird like almost like Eastern synth line. Beep 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 beep. beep, beep. Sounds like yeah. a um, moon guitar or something, um, mm-hmm. or like uh, staccato strings or something. Um, it's really cool and i just all he does is just layer that on for a chorus and just kind of repeats it and it to me it's just as catchy as a, as a lyric or a melody you know I agree. From, from a vocalist i agree and i've been i'm sort of different you know like i like musics and music and hook or i like lyrics and hooks and and like melody and all that stuff but for the cure it's actually never not really ever been about that for me and i still like it yeah i still there's there's something about the music and it's weird because it's not overly complicated Mm -mm. you know it's not like they're doing insanely difficult things and that's why you listen to it you know Mm -hmm. like like dream theater or something right um it's just catchy which is kind of hard to do with just music it doesn't happen that often yeah it's it's just as hooky. It's something that you can hum along 
mm-hmm. just as well as you could, you know, a, a Phil Collins tune or whatever. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm always uh, coming along to them Phil Collins tunes. I've just we there's we were doing a little bit of uh, rock history, not rock history, but we went to dinner last night and um, mm-hmm. whatever they had playing on the radio was great. It was just like a Phil Collins, Tom Petty, you know, station, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And so everything that came on, I was like, you know what this is, Parker? And he knew some of it and didn't know some of it. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. But um, but yeah, uh, Phil Collins was stuck in my head. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's always stuck in my head. Yeah. Just his his beautiful face. Yeah. Can't see it. When I close my eyes, that's what I see. Phil Collins. I feel like those are all Phil Collins lyrics that you're saying right now. <laughs> when I close my eyes, all I see is myself. Is Phil Collins. Oh. I love myself so much. <laughs> so, yeah, so that song, it's also really, uh, it's funny because it's four minutes, which for a pop song is actually pretty long, but for mm-hmm. The Cure is actually pretty short. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, most and, of these are over five, and the, there's one that's like nine and a half minutes long. Yeah, I mean, well, their first hit, "A Forest," um, mm-hmm. is that on there? Does that have the track time on it somewhere? It, I don't know what you're looking. It's not at. on this one. It's on okay. Disintegr- or I'm looking at disintegration. Oh, okay. Yeah, "Forest" is on 17 seconds, one of their early, earliest records. Um, but it's a cool song. I'm sure you've heard it. Um, mm-hmm. It's really long. And there's barely any lyrics or singing. <laughs> 17. That was our first album. Is... Well, there's technically one before it, but it, it's, it doesn't sound like a cure at all. 16 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, that, was a, that was a good joke. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> People will like that. They'll laugh. Um, so... So yeah, that song that we had just listened to is um, is much like a lot of other songs, especially off Disintegration, mm-hmm. where they it starts with this long intro, very catchy um, riffs and stuff, and then it goes into like a a lyric that he'll sing for a moment, go back into the catchy riff, back into like a random lyric, sort of a verse, but sort of just talking, mm-hmm. and then back into the kitchen riff and that's the same formula for just like heaven the same formula for fascination street for love song um you know love song is whenever i'm alone with you you know blah blah blah, and that's it and the rest of it's just that um you know just the mm-hmm. very catchy that's, man guitar that's line. my favorite one I love that's that a really song. that's a really good one um, do you like it as much as you like the 311 version? Oh man, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Or even better, the Adele version. Have you heard that? I have not heard the Adele version. It's just it's like probably better than the 311 version. Ah, uh, I don't think so. Even no. the 311 version, at least they like kept some of the musicality there. Adele's yeah. just like, I don't care about any of the instruments and how they were played. I'm just gonna sing, which to me completely misses the point of the cure. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's just my She's voice. like, it's just me and a piano. That's like, what? That is nothing like the song or how it was structured. Like it doesn't even have good lyrics. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Sorry. I hate oh, Adele. <laughs> there oh poor Adele. She's she's so sweet. Uh, the I don't lyrics. hate Adele. I'm sorry. I hate the uh, 
the music of Adele. I don't hate Adele. She's actually seems like a very, I don't know very nice Adele. person. She might be a terrible person. She was on SNL. She was actually, she was funny. Was she quite charming? She's quite she's charming. She's quite charming. Yeah. The lyrics, I looked up the lyrics for Lullaby because I think it's funny. And oh, yeah. It, I feel like I'm being eaten by a thousand million shivering furry holes. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? The Spider-Man is always hungry. I mean, I think it's a dream, right? Like, yeah. Because he says, and I know that in the morning I'll wake up in the shivering cold. I feel like he had a dream about like being caught in a spider web and getting eaten by a spider. With yeah. Candy striped legs. The Spider-Man comes. I mean, it could also be about a weird sexual experience, honestly. Could you imagine? Kind of in... kind of reads like that, too. <laughs> could you imagine in 1989 listening to what was what was what was top 40 in 1989 mm. you know it's probably oh look i'm sure it was like van halen or uh guns and roses um let's see top rock song 1989 love shack right oh, you're wow. waiting okay. by richard marks oh, oh geez fyc she drives me crazy <laughs> It's actually love, a pretty good song. Love song. Uh, 18 in life, Skid Row. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bad English. When I, when I see you smile. <laughs> That's a good one. I love all these. Free Fallen. Tom Petty. Yeah. Free Fallen. I Won't Back Down. There Was Another Day in Paradise. Personal so, Jesus. You're we really. Start the fire. <laughs> oh, wow. Personal Jesus is in there. Okay. So other than Personal Jesus and the B-52s, uh, mm -hmm. Love Shack, uh, all of it is sort of the same, you know? Yeah. And you hear, could you imagine jumping on MTV? You see all these videos, because you remember the videos oh, from yeah. that, that era. They all looked almost exactly the same, mm. you know, especially the big rock ones. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just one dude on a black background swinging his hair back and forth and singing, singing hard. Yeah. You know, that's right. I'm talking about Sebastian Bach right now. Um, yeah, dude. How so, <laughs> you know, so it all kind of like melts together. Could you imagine sitting there watching it and then all of a sudden lullaby comes on? This <laughs> white painted, big haired, like, and he's like in a straight jacket and like spiders and like weird candy stripe like legs are like, and he's like got lipstick on and he's talking about shivering and being eaten I by bet holes. It came on. Do you remember when we were <laughs> when we were kids and they like late at night they'd have the weird weird video time yeah. and it would be like four weird videos of songs yeah. you'd never heard of and they'd always play that that fish heads fish heads do you remember that song the fish <laughs> no. head song oh man i bet it came on during the, the right after fish head probably i don't remember like green saying. jelly yeah green jelly god green jello was yeah. the original fish head song it's by here we go who's it by Barnes and Barnes. Okay. I don't know who that is. I imagine they broke up and then one of them started a book tour with, <laughs> with, with Sharon, Noble. Sharon Noble. <laughs> the, the lyrics for fish heads are fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads, eat them up. Yum. Yeah. In the morning, laughing, happy fish heads in the evening, floating in the soup. I mean, did these guys uh, eventually break up and form the presidency of the United States of America? I mean, that's maybe. basically what it sounds like. I like this. Ask a fish head anything you want to. They won't answer. They can't talk. 
<laughs> I took a fish head out to see a movie. Didn't have to pay to get in. All right. They can't play baseball. They don't wear sweaters. They're not good dancers. They don't play drums. I mean, this really sounds like you could sing that to the tune of uh, Peaches. Oh, yeah, dude. My kids love Peaches. I have to listen to Peaches really? all the time. Yeah. I'm always listening to that stupid band. <laughs> all the time. They always like, they like that, that song. It's like, Kitty. Um, How did that come up in your house in 2020? I think that their teacher listens to Peaches at uh, school. Okay. And so now, you know, that one's like, meow, meow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to that one. And then there's a whole part in the middle where he's like, fuck you, kitty. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Lump. Ro- Roly poly fish heads are never seen drinking cappuccino in Italian restaurants with Oriental women. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right on. That's true. You don't typically see Oriental women in an Italian restaurant. It's, they're never seen drinking cappuccino with fish heads. Man. Nope. What a great song. Do you remember, uh, I'm getting way off here, but do you remember a Sorry. band called Jimmy's Chicken Shack? Oh, yeah, dude. Didn't you play a show with them? <laughs> yeah. Didn't I remember you told me you played a show with Jimmy's Chicken Shack? Like, <laughs> yeah, long ass time ago. <laughs> they had that Jim- song, High. Yeah, that was not a bad song, right? That was all right. I mean, it's now. I don't remember it. I mean, then in 98 or whatever, it was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Now it's not. <laughs> Jimmy's Chicken Shack. I feel like there's a there's a moment where you have to decide whether you're ever going to like be serious and like make it in the music business. And it's when you name your band. Yeah. And you're like, nah, probably yeah. won't because Jimmy's Chicken Shack's never going to be in like the Rock and right. Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Or the can't. Circle Jerks. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just not going <laughs> to. Nobody's going to take you seriously ever, even if you're like the baddest ass band in the world so what's the biggest band that you can think of with the dumbest name along the lines of what you're talking about corn yeah yeah that's fair although with a a k they'll never be in the rock and roll hall of fame either probably i hope not yeah i mean maybe they kind of i guess they started a shitty movement of music limp biscuit that's limp biscuit yeah that's a bad spelled bad that's kind of bad what's funny is they got pretty big I know. I mean, I'm trying to think of like a dumb named like legendary band. Yeah. You know, like which... Winger. But that they weren't really legendary. <laughs> Dude, yes. Best band <laughs> in the world. Winger. Kip Winger. Um, Damn Yankees. Yeah, they're kind of shitty too. Though. Yeah. I mean, I hate Ted Nugent, but. Sticks. Yeah. That's pretty. I mean, I guess it's. It's not bad. Sometimes. Hello Sticks sucks too. I so, mean, really, if you start like really digging in and you like let your mind go, they're all like, kind of dumb. <laughs> like Led Zeppelin, that's not. I mean, that's kind of dumb. Def Leppard, <laughs> The Doors, The Doors. <laughs> Do you guys like Windows or Doors better? Oh, definitely Doors. Well, there you go. Band name. Were you guys? Like, what's your favorite part of a building? Oh, The Doors, definitely. <laughs> well, it's I'm like sure. the Beatles. Yeah. Kind of dumbass name is. <laughs> <laughs> we like bugs, but we like beats. Just mix well, the two. They're like, <laughs> Mick Jagger's like, well, they over there have the Beatles. Maybe, maybe we should be more. We should be. We should be harder rock, like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Somebody was like, do you want to be like the Standing Still Stones? I'm like, no, no, we're not uh, just standing still. We're moving. We're rolling. We're, we were watching that, uh, the drum off between Chad Smith and Will Ferrell. 
Oh man, that's Did you ever fun. see that? Yeah. And Will Ferrell is like uh uh kind of more like the lukewarm peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Or something like that. I can't remember what he said. That's Luke a Warm pretty dumb band name. I mean, yeah. considering, and that's probably of all the bands we've named. Yeah, uh, the, that's probably one of the bigger the ones. Most important. Yeah. I mean, maybe not Led Zeppelin, but certainly Winger. Yeah, I think Red Red Hot Chili Peppers mean more to music than Winger does. Yeah, and just about I can't believe how old those guys are and how like much they're still just Rocket, like dude. acting like they're twenty. Like it's yeah. just awesome. It's a goes to show you how good for you doing lots of drugs is. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I cannot say the same for Robert Smith of the Cure. No, he's seen better <laughs> days, I'm sure. I mean, there's a point where I love the guy and literally my favorite band, and uh, I've followed him. I've watched every freaking die. I really just mm. uh, I've always been obsessed with the Cure, and there's a point where I just want to be like, all right, dude, just shave your head. You're 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 good. You're done. It's okay. <laughs> you, you had a good run, Rob. Let's uh pack it in. Yeah. Wipe that face paint off. Yeah. He stopped doing that. He does wear the lipstick still. No, it's I mean that's that's okay. They were still really I gotta give it to him though, man. They were still really good when they played the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame show. Oh dude, did. I saw him. I mean, it's been a while. It's probably been fifteen years or more, but that was still in the 2000s they were great yeah like, that really was was great. that Bloodflowers tour mm, it was some kind of uh festival they were putting on mm. it was them they headlined it and it was just their festival huh and it was them and muse and interpol oh wow and a couple other bands that i don't remember that early oh. 2000s that would have been a good show yeah it was oh, probably 2006 wow I guess. And it was, it was called the Curiosa Festival. Okay. And was just, that in Knoxville? No, it was in Atlanta. Oh, uh, okay. Nobody comes to Knoxville. No. Or back then, nobody did. No. Nobody was anywhere now. You want to know what the number one song of 1989 was? I mean, I'm assuming it was Michael Jackson. No. Top 100. It's the top 100 rock and roll songs of 89. Uh, it's okay. that song Black Velvet. By Alana Miles. Do you remember that oh, song? Yeah, Black I love Bell that song. Yeah, I had that I don't CD. care what anyone says. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> love Alana Miles. She, that's crazy to have not done anything else really of commercial success, but have the top song of an entire year. Yeah. Beating out great songs like Downtown Train by Rod Stewart. Oh, yeah. And, and love so alive by love and rockets i don't even know what that is i don't even either that's the number two song yeah michael jackson's not even on here oh well, it's rock no. song what's well, rock yeah. yeah michael jackson was basically like 1984 to like 1995 it's basically all just michael jackson <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> hey you know what the number 11 was fascination street was it really yeah that's weird what what is this Playback, what list is that? Playback.fm, <laughs> top 100 rock and roll songs of 89. I wonder what the criteria is. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like Billboard because Fascination no. Street never went up on the Billboard I mean, charts. these like the number 19 was a song called Madonna of the Wasps by Robin Hitchcock and the Egyptians. <laughs> what the fuck is this list? <laughs> Man, I'm, I don't know. Take everything I say on this podcast with a grain of salt because it comes with about 
45 seconds of research. Yep. <laughs> we, uh, whatever we say, have none of it. None yeah, of it's who knows, true. Who knows if any of it's true? <laughs> 34 is Love Song by The Cure. You're not here for the facts, people. No, you could fact check the shit out of us, and it's all wrong. Oh, Roy Orbison. You got it. I'm singing a lot I, on this one. I didn't realize you were still doing stuff in 89. Yeah, man. Remember that song? You got it. He was also doing the Traveling Wilburys. Oh, Wilburys. Traveling Wilburys. <laughs> Pretty solid name. That, that, that's a good band name. <laughs> Traveling Wil, Wilburys. Burries. Well, I think we've, uh, I think we've, <laughs> we've hit that moment where we've completely this, gone off topic. We haven't talked about the song in at least 10 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think, um, Lullaby by The Cure, one of my faves. Um, probably, I also like it a lot. It's up there. It's a good one. I would say my top Cure songs are probably Fascination Street, Trust, A Forest, uh, Trust, That's Everything on Head on the Door, and Lullaby. I think my favorites are Love Song, Friday, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I like pictures of you. Mm, yeah. Letter to Elise is another really good one, too. Um, I also really like Lullaby. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Fascination Street also. Um, yeah. And props to these guys, man. Late 70s is when they, uh, when they, they formed. Started, right? And he's still going. Yeah. When he's still doing stuff. album, it looks like, was 2008, right? No. Was it not? That's the last one on here. No. They have more? No, they definitely have more. Let me see. Um, they had... Whoops. Clicking on the wrong stuff. Yeah, the first one was 79. Three yep. Imaginary Boys. That was the first one. Is Dream their last one? No. According to this, but... Oh, maybe it, maybe it was. Yeah, Dream might have been their last one. You might be right. I mean, I'm only right maybe because I'm looking at it, not because I have any skin in the game in this yeah. in this argument. Yeah. Oh eight. Yeah. That might. Yeah. Might be the last one. I don't think huh, I've ever weird. listened to that album. It's pretty good. Really. Um. I'm. You know, Bloodflowers is the last one that I would really like. Loved. Mm-hmm. Um. I loved. Wild Mood Swings, Wish, and Disintegration, which were the three preceding Bloodflowers. So yeah. they were like they were kind of like their '90s albums, basically. Um, I really, really loved them. Um, and then, yeah, Wish uh, you is know a great what? One. I, I love Wish. all of them. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I I really just love all of them. They're all just great. Even the I mean, the first three, the Three Imaginary Boys, is just sort of a weird one. Yeah. Uh, it's an outlier, but their first uh, true three albums. 17 seconds faith and pornography are like to me some of the best music really? ever recorded yeah you remember that um uh purple haze cover they did yeah that was awesome i always yeah. really liked that song yep they are awesome well uh props to the cure my yes. favorite band so we, we we made we got them on the on the show i'm happy good job dude next week <laughs> 
<laughs> we got them on the show as in I played their song. We talked about them. <laughs> they, they made it through our it, intensive vetting process for songs. Rigorous filtering. <laughs> it was a, I mean, it was, it was a close. They almost didn't get in because we needed another Phil Collins tune. Yep. What do you have for, uh, what do you have in store for us for the next one? Do you have any ideas? Oh, the next one. I've got a couple in mind. I think we'll keep it. Let's keep it in the 80s. Okay. We'll Sounds keep good. it in the 80s. I like the 80s. And we'll, we'll, we'll follow with my theme of drummer slash singers. Oh, nice. And uh, slash band band leaders moved on to solo artists. You know what's funny is I know who you're talking about, obviously. And mm. uh, for some reason, I always associate them with the 70s, not the 80s. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the band, I guess. Oh, man, I mean, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I guess most of it would be the 70s, early, early 80s. But him well, as a solo artist. All of you eager listeners are going to have to come back next month for to know what the hell we're talking about. To see the next band that made it through our intensive vetting process <laughs> of songs to talk about. It is a, it is a, it's a good one, but nowhere near my favorite of anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good just, one, though. It's, it's just, it, it just makes me feel a certain way. It gives like you it. the summertime feels. Yeah, dude. It the does. feels, dude. I get the feels. <laughs> feels. I, I I don't like it when people say that, but yeah, it does. I get the, I get I get emotional when I hear it. All right, so everybody. I thank you for listening. Curiosity. Appreciate your uh, your sticking with us, and we will see you in the next episode or hear you. Actually, we won't hear you at all. How do <laughs> we say us. this? You'll hear us in the next episode. We'll have no idea about what you're doing in the next episode yeah, at all. I don't even know who I'm talking to. Yeah. I'm, we don't even really like you. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thank you. Talk Peace to you soon. out.